0: Darling, didn't anyone ever tell you? The rules you use to judge yourself aren't real. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's going on, everybody? I'm Rebecca Biggie. I am the founder of the Body Image Solution. We are an organization raising up a generation of women who are confident in their natural bodies. And you, my friend, are part of the solution. This is a Friday episode. That means it is exclusive to subscribers on iTunes and Spotify. You are in the $2.99 subscription. Look at you. You are part of the solution. And... I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here on this wonderful Friday. This episode I'm I'm looking forward to speaking with you about this over the next 20 minutes or so because when I first came across this concept of like inner child, I was literally like WTF. Like, what the F is that? Does that actually work? Like, this seems fake. This seems like this made-up, stupid thing that people on the internet are trying to trick me into thinking that, like, there's another person living inside of me or something weird. I was, so I was very skeptical at first. So if that's where you're at, if this whole inner child thing is new to you, hang in there. I'm going to break it down for you in a way that is not weird and actually makes sense to me at least. Like this is how I started to think about it to remove the weirdness factor and the skepticism of like WTF is an inner child and what does that have to do with my body image and I'm confused. So essentially your body image is a compilation of all the things you've been told about bodies your entire life about your body, about other people's bodies, things you've observed, other people saying about your body or their body or bodies in general. So there's a lot factoring into how you view yourself more than you might realize. And where this really starts is in childhood. In childhood, you learn about everything. You you learn what everything in the world means, what it's called, what you use it for. That's when you're learning so much is when you're a kid, right? So your body is no different. And and that person who experienced and learned all those things through childhood, you haven't left that person behind anywhere. That person is still part of you. It's just grown into the adult version of yourself. But... If you look back on memories or experiences, when you look back on those memories and you put yourself back into that experience mentally, you remember what it felt like for the child version of yourself, right? If you take the time to sit and remember, think back to certain experiences, you can start to feel those same emotions again. And now, as your adult self who has more tools and more experience and more control over what happens to you, you can think back on those experiences, relive those experiences as a stronger version of yourself to heal or to speak to who you were back then. So... When I work with clients one-on-one to really dig into their body image story and get really deep about their healing and you know really get them through their body image issues, there's usually a point in their past that they can distinctly remember where their dad said something about their body, or maybe their dad was always dieting, and so this, this woman internalized this behavior or belief that like I need to be restricting and controlling and monitoring my food and exercise in order to be acceptable in order to be good in the eyes of my father or mother or grandmother you know fill in the blank for whoever that person was in your childhood so that impression was left on you as a child And until you go back and undo that false impression, you're still going to believe it. That's all inner child healing is when you really boil it down and you think about it from a practical perspective. It's going back and undoing the damage that was done as a child, going back as a more educated version of yourself and thinking back to when you heard your friend's mom tell you that you can't eat Pringles because they're too high in fat. Listening back to that and thinking and going, you know what? No, I am allowed to eat Pringles. I am allowed to eat the regular version of Cheez-Its. I don't have to eat the reduced fat version. That's your belief. That does not have to be my belief. I had a a friend of mine, her mom was obsessed with, oh, that has too much fat. That has too much sugar. That has too much fat. Make sure you get the low fat version. Make sure you do this. Oh, is that diet and whatever. It was crazy. And I internalized a lot of that. I would feel uncomfortable eating certain food around that, family. And so that that was definitely part of my own journey of going back and being like, you know what? This friend of mine, her mom really had an impact on how I view food and low fat food and reduced sugar and diet everything. And I had to go back and rethink that and be like, you know what? No. I I actually don't believe these things. And just because I internalized this as a child when I was so impressionable, that's the only reason why this feels true to me. So go back and think about things you experienced in your childhood. What were those triggering moments? What were those impressionable moments? And take the time to sit with that version of yourself, because that version of yourself is still you. I think it's interesting, like, we think of our lives as these linear paths. And who we were in the past isn't who we are today. But that's not really true. Maybe you've grown, but who you are in the past is still part of who you are today it absolutely is that would be like going to look at a tree in the forest right and being like oh this little sapling that grew into a big tall tree is no longer the sapling there's no parts of the sapling inside this tree it's like well yes there are You just can't see it because now the tree has grown into something bigger and it looks different, but it couldn't have done that without all the ingredients and pieces that the sapling had. So while it looks different on the outside, all of those pieces are still there, they've just been transformed. So when you start thinking about your past as pieces of who you are that have been transformed you then need to be very diligent and very intentional about which pieces you are leaving wounded. Because what if there's a piece of you that is hurt and wounded and not growing, that if you heal that, it'll create a whole different part of you that it grows into. What if there's that piece of you missing because the piece was supposed to grow, but it's been injured and dormant within you for 20 years? This is why when I get hurt in relationships now, I really take my time in healing and putting that together. I don't rush the process. I I allow myself to feel all that pain And to really slowly work through the pain and the healing of that hurt because I don't want to leave pieces of myself wounded. But that's what so many of us do. We experience trauma, we experience pain, and we block it out. We compartmentalize it. But what that's doing is leaving a piece of you wounded. And when so many pieces of you are wounded, you are going to be so easily triggered. Because think of an actual physical body, right? If you have open wounds in your physical body, bruises, broken bones, you know, like, like bleeding, open wounds, if you bump into someone, that's going to hurt you a lot. But all that person did was bump into you and a healed person wouldn't have been Hurt by simply being bumped into, right? That's what we're doing with our emotional selves. That's what we're doing with our hearts when we don't heal these pieces of ourselves, we're walking around wounded. And then when one person makes the smallest comment, it hurts so much. It triggers us and it sends us into this spiral of wanting to protect ourselves and wanting to be perfect. And especially with our body image, it sends us down the path of, well, I never want to be rejected again. I never want someone to be able to think that about me again. So I'm going to try to perfect and control and change these parts of me so that I am immune to criticism. I am above rejection because they've got nothing to criticize me about. But that's not how you protect yourself. You protect yourself by healing the pieces that are hurt and usually That means going back to your childhood, going back to where it all began. (laughs) Little seven-year-old you. It doesn't even know anything about the world yet, but somehow was made to feel like your body was wrong or bad or shameful. And there's so much of this, I will say, So much of this, especially in American culture, has been perpetuated and created by growing up in the church. I'm not going to skirt this topic or not address it. I grew up in the church and a lot of my body image issues came from the shame that they projected onto women. And the burden of women needing to make sure that our bodies aren't going to cause men to think a certain way and then fall into sin. That's what the message was. It was make sure you dress modestly so that men don't sin. But the problem with that is no one is responsible for anyone else's thoughts, actions, or feelings. I'm not responsible for how a person looks at me and thinks, feels, or acts. It's not my responsibility. It's impossible for me to be responsible for that. So that can be very damaging. It was for me. And if you grew up in the church, I'm sure you have a lot of baggage around your body, around your sexual history around your current sexuality there's so much to unpack when it comes to bodies women's bodies in the church there's a lot there and I won't go into all of that in this episode but if it is something that you want to hear about if it is something that you want an episode about I'll gladly do that but the truth is In that regard, you are not responsible for how someone thinks, feels, or behaves based, especially based on the way that your body looks. Because here's the thing. I've had men sexualize me and objectify me and say very inappropriate things about me when I'm literally wearing the most normal, basic clothes. It's not what you're wearing that's the issue. It's the heart of the person looking at you. Because why is it appropriate for me to go to the doctor and strip down naked for the doctor to check my skin for moles and skin cancer? Why is that appropriate? Oh, it's because of the context, right? So then inherently, showing my skin is not inherently inappropriate is it if there is a context for it to be appropriate then that means it is not inherently inappropriate that's the philosophy background for you have any other arguments for me (laughs) so so that's what inner child healing looks like it's very simple it it doesn't mean it's easy but it's a very simple concept And if you can go back through the childhood years of your life, think about early childhood, middle school, first part of high school, maybe even into college, depending on how old you are now and kind of how deeply these beliefs and patterns are rooted within your mind, go back to those different time periods and think about what you saw, what you heard, how you felt And revisit those experiences as an adult now. And you can even, like what I'll do with my clients is I'll like walk them through, write down what it is you'd want to say to that person who made the child version of you feel that way about her body. What would you say to that person now? And what would you say to yourself now? Knowing what you know now, being who you are today, what would you say to yourself to encourage yourself, to correct what they told you, and what would you say to them? Doing these exercises helps. It helps so much. It helps more than listening to this podcast episode, which this is the starting point, right? But doing the work, digging in, that's what confidence really is about. Having the courage and the trust to dig into some of these painful memories and heal yourself. That's why living day-to-day feels so difficult and heavy right now because you haven't healed Those injured, wounded pieces of you. It would be like a person walking around with a broken arm, a broken leg, gaping wounds, bruises all over their body and complaining that it hurts when they get dressed and it hurts when they take a shower and it hurts when someone bumps into them and it hurts when they ride a bike. It's like, well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, no wonder it hurts. You are wounded. Everything's going to hurt. Zero G and I feel fine. It's not everything's fault. It's you gotta heal those wounds. And that's all body image issues are. It's wounds from your past. And not only that, it's perpetuated by the constant pressure, the constant pressure, an underlying cultural message that you are not right. There's something about your body that is off. You could always improve. You could always be better. Uh Uh-uh. What did we talk about before? Better never comes. There is an illusion that better is going to make you more confident. It won't. What's going to make you confident is having the courage to face these old parts of you, these younger parts of you that were wounded, and trusting yourself enough to be able to revisit that without it breaking you. It's not going to break you. It is not going to break you. And if you want help through this, if you want private coaching, like I mentioned before, go to thebodyimagesolution.com and get in touch with me through the contact form. We can talk about private coaching. You can enroll in the Body Image Solution itself. Um, There's no one-on-one support there, but if you want the one-on-one support, If you want to go through this with me, the whole program, you can. Just get in touch with me at the website, thebodyimagesolution.com. I think there's a contact page there. You can do it. This was an exclusive Friday episode just for you, just for the subscribers. Confidently, she on iTunes and Spotify. So, thank you for being a subscriber. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't left a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify, do that now. You clearly love this. So, tell the world, tell everyone, tell three of your friends to listen to this podcast and join the subscription so they too can heal their inner child through their body image issues. That's what's going to do it. So, I'm Rebecca Biggie. This is Confidently She. Again, thank you for listening, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.